what is up pretty in the paint family what is up pretty in the paint family this is your host Miss Lady Sade I am coming at you live for me recorded for you but what's up I'm just happy to be here like I'm just saying um pretty women love purpose is available on amazon.com we already know this go within yourself to find out what comes out right and um yeah it's just a vibe right now i'm just like coming you know living in this first of all energy of the full moon really just feeling life and loving all of the environmental changes that are going on around me, um, the growth within myself that I'm observing and the desire to be a pillar of inspiration and purpose for other people. Um, It's crazy because I feel like as I've gone through so many things and tests and obstacles and um, basically refining the refining the refinement process. I don't really know how that is said or whatever, but just going through this space of like basically all this stuff getting torn off of me just so that the the real me can shine through, it just really feels amazing. You know what I mean? Um I'ma call this particular episode through the fire, you know. I just feel I'm feeling like I'm not really feeling like I'm on my Kanye because Kanye is a great person and he's been through a lot. I don't know him individually as a person, so I can't really say that he's a great person. That's just me assuming that he's been through a lot and he's probably not who people make him out to be. Whatever. Anyways, but through the fire, you know, I think that um, a lot of times when we are going through the roller coaster, this beautiful roller coaster that is life. Um, we despise the fire, you know, um, I know for a long time for me, myself, because I had felt like I had been through so much stuff. I was just like, stop, like, just stop it all. Like cut it out. I'm tired of growing. I'm tired of the fire. Um, and even in saying that, like the thing that came to my mind (laughs) is the little meme with the dog that's sitting in the house and he's in the house is on fire and he's like, everything is fine. I feel like you get to a certain point in your journey or what has happened for me specifically. Um, I got to a point in my journey where I had to look at myself more than my circumstances. And so looking at myself more than my circumstances allowed me to be in a space where everything is fine. And a lot of times we are conditioned as humans to believe like when one thing happens and all these things around us start to change, um, that we have to like get emotional and like lose it and like feel some type of way about certain things. But the reality of life is that when you are in a space of a certain type of faith and you are asking God for a certain type of responsibility, a certain type of clarity, a certain type of whatever the case may be, you are going to go through fire. You are going to go through a certain level of testing and a certain level of um, struggles and obstacles and, and different things like that. And, and the truth of the matter is 
or the result of everything is how are you going to come out on the other side though like um living in this space of like relentless resilience is incredible and also living in this space of really understanding that things are working out for us or me being in this space of saying everything is working out for me and being thankful to God in every single circumstance, being thankful to God in every single thing that feels like, oh, this is, this is hurting me. This is, this is the end all be all. This is, you know, all these things that the human mind can gather to say that this is what I'm going through. And this is da 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 da. And I said this on a draft episode. I'm not sure if I said this on an actual episode. So I'm going to say this to y'all now. Going through my journey, and this is actually something that happened to me recently as far as my thought process. It was revealed to me in my thought process that the heart is the only organ in our body that can be broken many times broken many times, but still has the strength to power the body. I'm going to say that again, just in case somebody missed it. The heart is the only organ in the body that can be broken many times and still has the strength to power the body. Like that is profound because if your heart stops beating, you don't live anymore. You cease to exist. But when you understand that sometimes your heart is being broken open, Your heart is being broken open to help you create again. Your heart is being open for you to love again. Your heart is being open for you to have a passion, have a feeling, have a want for something. Because a lot of times what ends up happening, again, I'm going to speak from my experience. Things happen to us in our lives and we build a wall around our heart. So we go through all these things and all these changes, all these evolutions, right? We die every day, but we live every day as well. Like a version of us dies and then we live to be another version of ourselves. So we build a wall, okay? We not, I was going to make a really distasteful joke. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> First, we build a wall over our heart. And then our heart becomes hard, right? And so we're living in this space where not only... Do we have things that are trying to come to us in our lives that we have, a, that that thing has to get through a wall, then it has to get through the the hardness of the heart? Like, how can anything get in? How can any passion get in? And how can any passion come out unless you're broken open? Unless you realize that the breaking of the heart was never to be a pain to you. The breaking of the heart was meant to break you open meant to get you to a certain level, a certain space, a certain understanding, a certain level of compassion for people, a certain level of leadership within your community, a certain level of wherever you need to be to get you to where you're supposed to go. I think that's so often too, that we make heartbreak personal. Like there are so many things in our lives that have happened that seemingly are an attack on 
us as a person. But there's a couple of different things at play here. The first thing at play is that that thing may be a, a, an attack on the call on your life. That's the first thing. And then that thing may be an attack on who you think you are. Right? So that's when we talk about like ego death. Like who you think you are or the persona that you've created or the person that you've quote unquote can't come to know based on your environment, your traumas and your experiences, heartbreak comes in to take that off of you. Like this is not really who you are. And like I can speak from my own personal experience because that's what I do on this channel because it's basically me talking about my experiences I had become this person that was like very closed off. Like I, even during this time of reflection, I've thought about myself in my like early twenties and how I was super outgoing. Like when I say literally like everybody knew me because it was just like, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes. And then going into this space of recluding and healing, it was just kind of like, I know her, but I don't know her or I don't know her. So I'm just whatever about her. You see what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the ultimate goal and the ultimate bag is you got to know yourself to say, like, this is not me. This is a person that I've created. This is a person that trauma has created. This is a person that heartbreak has created. Who is the real me? And, like, really digging deep and then understanding, like, I don't have to communicate the way that everybody else communicates as long as I'm authentic to myself and I can sleep at night knowing that the person that I put out is the real version of myself. Because like when you think about it, right, a lot of times when you're dealing and you're battling with yourself, can you think of how many sleepless nights there have been based on personifying someone that is not really who you truly are when you're not being true to yourself? Like, damn, why I can't sleep? Because you spent your whole day being somebody else. Now you at home with yourself, being yourself. And now you and yourself don't know each other. <laughs> like, I'm not even trying to be funny. And I'm not going to repeat that one because that one just came off the top. Like, But seriously, though, as we're going through this world where people are creating these personas based on trauma, based on heartbreak, based on not being broken open, but the wall we're creating this thing where there's a disconnect between me and me, basically, ourself and ourself. There's a disconnect between the true version of yourself and the person that you pretend to be. And so, and and that was a generalized that was a generalization, not a specific directed towards anyone. We know this, right? So, when you get into this space of wow. I have been completely broken open. I have been completely, I don't even want to use the word shattered. You know, like it is so amazing when you get to put the puzzle pieces back together again. Like when you think about a a puzzle, like when you go and buy a puzzle from the store, it makes a bigger picture. If you look at a corner of a puzzle, you know it's a corner. Like, okay, okay, boom, 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 boom. I'm going to start putting all this together so that I can see the bigger picture. It's never about... Sometimes there can be a missing piece to a puzzle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. But there has to be a big picture there first. 
typically if you see a big picture, then you can understand why certain pieces have to go where they go in order for it all to make sense. And when you're putting together the puzzle of life, it don't make sense. <laughs> It'd be like, what? Well, what is this? Is this an iguana or a squid or a rainbow? What is this? Is this the bottom of the ocean or the top of a yacht? Like, I don't, I don't know the pictures. I, I can't see it until things start to fall into place. And then not only that, and I talk about this all the time, doing the work to actually put the puzzle together. What does that look like? That looks like having hard conversations with family members and friends that are not personal attacks on anyone, but they are seeking to understand. Having the honesty with yourself to do the inner child work to say, you know what, A, B, and C when I was a kid hurt me. And so I do this in, as a result of that because I feel like I'm reliving a trauma that I've already experienced. So I will do this, this, that, and the third in order to avoid this, this, that, and the third as a result of what I've been through. Being in a space of, I'm going to be honest with myself to know, I don't need to eat no more cheesecake today because it throws me off. Being honest with yourself and say, I haven't drank any water. Being honest with myself and laying in my bed and hugging myself and patting myself on the back until I fall asleep to say, my inner child needs some love today. My inner child needs a relaxation break. I don't need to go out. I ain't trying to stun on nobody. I'm just trying to live my life. I just want to be happy. So me and my inner child are going to find something that we like to do. And, and that's the thing too, like that's kind of weird because it's kind of like, first of all, I want to start by saying this. If you see me out in public, like that's why I wear my headphone in my ear. Cause I talk to myself a lot. I really do. And like, I feel like that was something that when we were children, that it was like, don't talk to yourself because it make you crazy. Don't answer yourself. Don't answer yourself if you can. Answer yourself on the inside. <laughs> answer yourself on the inside. I still kind of stand with that. But it's kind of like we were taught, like, don't talk to yourself. But you have to talk yourself through some stuff. Imagine going to a class and working with a teacher and they don't say nothing. Talk to yourself. Talk yourself through situations. Talk yourself through understanding yourself. And if you got to answer a question out loud, I won't judge you. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we do have to understand you are your greatest asset. Like, people make it feel like when you go through, or excuse me, I'm going to stop using you. People make it feel seem like when people go through phases of life where they need themselves the most, that they're being selfish. Take that narrative off the table. I can't fix nobody if I'm broken. And I mean that I'm not, I'm talking about every kind of broken, heartbroken, broke as hell with no damn money. Like you can't help nobody when you're in that space because I have noticed, and it's, this has been my own reality sometimes, where I'll be trying to help somebody and give them an idea, and I need to be trying to put somebody in my bank account. And, and it's nothing wrong with giving, but there is, to a certain extent, there is something that says, okay, you know what, I really don't have this to give. I really don't. That's okay. And I think that, I think that too, it's a, it's a couple like a double-edged sword, right? Because it's like you've been taught to give when you don't have to give, and that is seemingly noble right but then it's this other thing where you're like okay you've been taught to give when you don't have to give and then you're asked out or you know like I get it like but at the end of the day if you don't have it to give 
we get it. Giving it to come back to you, good measure. Now, let me tell you this. You can also change your mindset to say, I do have this to give. I'm going to throw a whole little change of the game on there in there for you. You can say, I do have this to give. But when you give it, just know like, okay, like even with me, I'm going to use my, my case as an example. I was in a, um, in a space and time in my life where I was giving where I didn't know that I could give. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I know I don't have this to give. I know I don't have this to give, right? And so I prayed. Like, I got to a point in my life where I was like, man, I'm going to talk to God a lot. Like, me and God just going, I've always been real cool with God. Like, I feel like, man, God is my dog. Like, that's just how they go. But I got to a space where I was like, God just make me abundant. Like, make me abundant to where even if I don't, on this realm, I'm using air quotes, by the way. On this realm, if I don't have it to give, like, let let it come from you. And it's so funny, too. I heard somebody say something about the plug the other day. And God was like, you're not the plug, baby. You're the generator, though. You're not the plug. I'm not the plug. I'm going to tell y'all right now. If y'all think I'm the plug, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Listen to me clearly. I am not the plug. I'm the generator. And I'm not even trying to be funny. Because I understand that it's bigger than me, but at the same time, it's just as big. It's bigger than me, but it's just as big as me. And that is in no way, shape, or form being conceited or arrogant or nothing. Because after all of the refining, after all of everything, you get to a space where you're like, I trust God so much that it's just like, it has to work. I actually saw somebody say that video. I saved that video in my phone. I'm so crazy to think. Not even crazy like crazy, but I'm so crazy to think that it has to work. I have a million reasons of why it has to. You know what I mean? And just being, shout out to Ajna, by the way, because she's the one who said that. So Ajna said that. Um, But being so delusional about your life that you have to believe that everything in your life has to work. Because you have that much faith. It's like this crazy blind faith that you like, man. Everything else is irrelevant. Anything else is uncivilized. Like, it's it's a non-factor. Truthfully. You got to get to that point in your life where you know that God got you so good. God got you so tucked that everything has to work in your favor. When you are doing the work, you're refining, you're choosing habits that are good for you. I will say this, because I'm sure inquiring minds want to know. Your girl has not been to the gym. Like, I'm gonna let, can we start there? I have been <laughs> a bump on a log. Not really a bump on a log. I've been working a lot. Um, so I haven't made it to the gym. I need to go back. I feel like I'm getting kind of slim. It looks good on me, though, but... I do want to still tone up. So just kind of getting in the groove of things again. And two, the gym is like, the gym, like if I go to the gym on Saturday morning, I'm good. But going to the gym after work is like the worst, okay? Can I just start by saying it's the worst because there's so many freaking people in there. I'm thinking about finding another gym altogether because it's not even, I probably want something closer to where I live, da 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 I know I'm going off on a tangent, just walk with me here. 
Um, but yeah, I think that I need to get back in the gym because the gym is my happy place. And then I met this really cool girl at the nail salon and we were talking about yoga and I had just been thinking about yoga earlier that day. So I feel like, again, things are just, you know, information flows to you when you focus on the information, when you want the information. I'm going to tell y'all right now, it's nothing that you can't tell God that you want that God won't give to you. Unless it's just completely out of alignment with you, you got to be like, okay, God, what's your will for my life? Like, But like, also understanding that you have an inner knowing of what the what God's will is for your life. Like you have that inner knowing because you are not disconnected from God unless you choose to disconnect. Unless you made a choice, unless you made a conscious choice to disconnect from God, you are never disconnected from God. So how can you not be the generator? There are people, let me tell you, there are people who have made conscious decisions to do whatever they feel like they need to do to control what God has control over. That's not nobody's business but their own. But one thing I know about me and my house, when I am so inner focused on, like even, let me tell y'all something, I'm about to go, but let me tell y'all something. So the other day I was at work, actually, let me see. So yes, I was at work. Okay, boom. Yes, I was. But... I've been picking up my Bible more rec- more often recently. Like I'll wake up and I'll read. Like you know, you know how you you know how you do the little thing. Like let me just open my Bible and make sure God don't tell me I'm damned. Like, <laughs> I know I'm not. Though. If I'm the only one, don't let me be out here by myself. But anyways, so I had picked up my Bible or whatever, and I'm reading and reading and stuff. Like you know, I got a little Bible, the one that we used to carry around when we were kids. So I had my Bible or whatever. I'm reading or whatnot. And um, I'm going through, and I'm like, cool. You know, I close my Bible, get ready for work, do my little thing, what I do in the morning and whatnot. And um, I get to work. Now, mind you, the way that my job is set up, I go to a lot of different locations. You know, I go to a lot of different locations and everything like that. And I love that because I get to see what, what it looks like around me, you know, what other environments are around me and where I can grow. And so I get to work and I'm like cleaning up and stuff. Like that's my thing. When I whenever I go to work, I'll just be cleaning up all day because my job really isn't all that busy. So I just, you know, find a way to keep myself busy while I'm at work and getting paid to do it. Thank you, Lord. And so I get to work. Mind you, okay, I'm sorry, y'all. I know I'm going off a tangent again. But mind you, I really love the energy of this particular location. When I get there, I'm like, dang, it's beautiful in here. It's like well lit, like everything. Nothing's dark. Like everything is just beautiful. And so um, I'm looking around. I'm cleaning up. And I find these paper, this paper. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do that paper too. But I find this paper. And the paper talks about like what God says about love and like how God defines love. And like what the Bible says about love. Now, granted, everybody's on their own spiritual journey, right? And our spiritual journey will lead us where we're supposed to be, point blank, period, especially if we so choose to ask for answers. I am not a religious person by any means, but I do believe in information. I believe in receiving the proper information from the proper sources in order to stay in alignment with where you're supposed to be. Correct? Okay, incorrect. So I said and correct, not incorrect, just in case. I get a little sassy now, but I did say and correct. Okay, so I took that as a sign, like, okay, I'm learning, like, I'm learning. I've learned what love is not. I spent a lot of time learning what love is not. 
And the fact that I can go back into the Bible, whether I love the moon, the sun, all God's creation, grass, all that stuff, whether I love all that or not, if I can go back to something, whether it is written by man, none of that matters. Receiving the information is what matters. And so if I can go to that place and receive something that I need and something that will nourish me and something that will edify me, I will go there. Edification is so important in this season of our lives. Like there's so much going on. So I really want to just basically say like the refinement process is just like the most beautiful thing because when you get on the other side of that and when you start to see the fruit, take a bite. When you start to see the fruit, and I'm not talking about no other crazy stuff, taking no bite. Y'all know, y'all, y'all gotta, we gonna vibe some more. Y'all gonna get to know that I'm a little sarcastic and I talk, I talk my stuff, you know what I'm saying? But I'm growing in the process and I'm so in love with it all. I'm so in love with it all. Like, I'm so in love with it all. I'm about to post this episode. I am gonna debut the new look on my Instagram today because I'm dropping this episode tomorrow so or today tomorrow whatever i'm gonna debut the new look on instagram or whatnot so that everybody can get a sneak peek and then i will be updating my instagram page as i go along i'm gonna be patient with myself with this journey i'm not gonna pressure myself to make it look do all this no i'm i'm doing this how it's supposed to be done i'm doing things right and in order as I go through and I clean my house out and get rid of all the old stuff, as I get ready to prepare myself for this new season of my life and be grateful and gracious and thankful for everything of the past and move forward with grace, knowing that it's just a new season. Like, we don't tell leaves not to fall off the trees and and fall. We let them fall knowing that something more beautiful is coming and we go from there. All right. So again, Pretty Women Love Purpose is available on Amazon.com. Okay. Pick it up. You know, if you got questions, hit me up on Instagram, Miss Lady Sade at ms.ladee.sade. Pick that up if you want to go within and see what comes out. Thank you for living, loving, and refining with yours truly. And I appreciate you for doing everything that you can to support me. But most importantly, I appreciate you for keeping it pretty in the paint. And that's on period.